0: If you're like me, you can't get enough John Mulaney and that's good because during the Netflix is a joke festival, John Mulaney is presenting a brand new show called Everybody's in LA. It's six live episodes created and starring John that will stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a joke fest. This is going to be an unconventional show with very big special guests. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in LA debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time only on Netflix. Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, Get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced premium-flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan Enco Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21+. eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter, I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's Peanut Butter Cups now at a store near you, found wherever candy is sold, and often in my pantry, because I love these. This podcast is dropping on February 23rd, 2023. That's two 2323, 23 June Diane Raphael Shear is 23 digits, if you include the hyphen and her husband's last name. Her birthday is 1980, which adds up to 23. Jeffrey character readies adds up to 24, but if you misspell it as Jeffrey with one F character readies, it is 23. This podcast is hosted by Tall John Shear, and if you assign the corresponding number, In the alphabet, to his name, you get 21, 12, 12, 10, 15, 8, 14, 19, 3, 8, 5, 5, 18. If you add this all up, you get 69, which, if you divide by the number of names, Tall, John, Shear, 3, you get 23. But did you see the 69? We saw the number 23, so you know what that means.
1: Now it's time for... How did this create? You know Let's wallow in the mediocrity of some bar art. Perhaps we'll find the answer to the question: how did this get
0: made? Hello, people of Earth, conspiracy theorists, unite. Today we are talking about a classic Jim Carrey thriller. The number 23 came out in 2007. And if you've not seen this film, uh, the plot is going to be a little bit (laughs) tricky to to break down, but I'm going to try two (laughs) weeks in a row. Uh, But basically, uh, we are following Walter Sparrow, played by Jim Carrey, who works as a dog catcher. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who comes to find a book titled oh God, The Number Two. that. Oh, yeah. Did you forget this movie that. starts with him being Ace Ventura and talking I to animals?
1: I forgot that.
0: <laughs> so this dog catcher um, comes to find a book called The Number 23, which sends him down the rabbit hole of the 23 enigma, which is a real conspiracy theory. Um, I'm going to just play a quick clip to show you exactly how that comes into play. The Titanic sank on the morning April 15th, 1912. That's 4151912. 23. The Hiroshima bomb was dropped at 815.
2: 8
0: plus 15 is 23. The Mayans said the end of the world would come in 2012. 20 plus 1 plus 2 equals 23. Go ahead. Tell yourself it's just a number. And then a larger mystery unravels. Did Jim Carrey's character actually write the book? How much does his wife know? Is there a larger conspiracy? The answer is yes, as long as you don't think about any of the answers. To break this all down, I am bringing in my two and three co-hosts, my 23 co-hosts. What? Jason Manzukis and June Diane Raphael. Wow. Wow. wow, 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 we're wow. We're like, this is
2: like the X-Files. We're <laughs> like, uh, we're solving cases. This is a mystery.
1: The crazy thing is like listening to you say that though, Paul, it, you listening to your intro, like your math that you did was way more complicated than the math that is done over and over Throughout the course of this movie, it's literally that most of the dialogue is simple math of just like (laughs) one, one plus two equals three and three plus two is five and five minus two is three. And thirty two is twenty three. And also, like, and your last name is
2: is is, uh, is Sheer, and that that name is fourteen. And fourteen plus nine, you know, every they're they're assigning numerical value to colors, Gosh. names, words. All pink this. is twenty
1: three. Red is is a little less than because it's white, and so then now red is pink, and pink is twenty three. And 32 is also 23.
0: Like 14, <laughs> but if you add the one and the four, you get five. But if then if you take the five and you look at five, five is two and three together, okay. 23.
1: I, I truly felt insane after this
2: well, was over. I, I will say- I felt th- mad. You said something in the intro, Paul, that blew my mind. There, there is- there is this is based on real conspiracy theories around the number 23 yes this is a
0: real thing and by the way this is such a real thing that jim carrey named his production company jc23 because he is obsessed with the number 23 why did you decide to do this project uh well i was kind of obsessed with the number 23 for years you know yeah i had a friend who passed it on to me like a virus and uh and it just uh, entered my life big time. It's everywhere, and uh, even though I was born at 2:30 in the morning, my daughter's born at 12:11. It just kept going on and on and on in my life until I changed the name of my company to JC23 because somebody came up with a book that was about the 23rd Psalm, and he said, "Does this have anything to do with the 23 thing, man?"
1: Okay, now this is all starting to to click
0: into place. Yeah,
1: (laughs) now I'm starting to understand. I mean, so
0: this is this is it, like, this is Jim Carrey's big thing. JC23 Entertainment is his production company, and they they're, Holy
1: yeah. shit!
0: Now, okay, because as I was is,
1: watching this, I was like, "Yeah, is that Jesus Christ?" I was just say, <laughs> the opposite that's also of six, Jesus six, six, Christ. Which and two died, times three is six?
2: Twenty-three plus ten. Disciples is thirty three, which is the age J- Jesus
0: Christ was when he died. I mean, and this is where co- I mean, this is by the way, this thing <laughs> I, it it can go on so long. William S. Burroughs uh, was the first person to really believe in twenty three as the enigma. You oh, know, a, a uh, totally normal man. Yes, yeah, so he a like, totally <laughs> normal. But, uh, the author of Naked Lunch, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then all of a sudden you start to see it in all these different things. I'll just read you a couple more because I know we've given you a million examples, but. But Norman human sex cells have twenty three chromosomes. Other human cells have forty six, arranged in twenty three pairs. The, earth is, mm. the Earth's the axis is tilted at twenty three degrees. Uh, musical acts with connections to number twenty three: uh, Tool, Blink one eighty two. Like they're all these like twenty three is an album. Do the and, same yeah.
1: for any. I mean, this is like at least What I don't understand is. You can make so many numbers work if you do enough kind of, if you're backing into 23. I mean, couldn't we do that with any number? Well,
0: yeah. I mean, honestly, I I, I feel (laughs) like...
1: Here's what I'll say. I feel crazy. As
2: as absurd as it is, and as I I agree with you, June, as crazy-making as it sounds, what year, Paul, did you say this came out? 2007? 2007. So, in 2007, this must have felt like, this is... Preposterous. I roll city, right? We live in a culture in a society oh, yeah. now where the conspiracy theories that a that huge th- amount of the population like participate in and believe in are so much more ridiculous than this. This makes well, this movie true. makes more sense than like QAnon nonsense. Well, this year... I
1: actually thought, like, was this the beginning of Q?
2: Oh my
0: god. Is Jim Carrey Q? <laughs> Well, I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of people who love this movie, and I got to tell you that there are. Oh, yes, because they are conspiracy theory nuts. No. And, and by the way, if you listen to the show, we are we are right behind you. We are support you 100.
2: But and are uh, you willing to commit? Are we just doing numerology? Is this numerology February? I mean, are we have doing? To are we next week? Are we but doing the lucky number eleven?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the I, I just have to say that this is a a perfect example of. These types of movies where somebody just has enough power to get their own weird idea out. And it's like, if I can just get this to the masses, like, because this really does feel like. Well,
1: that's the thing, Paul. Here's my genuine question. Yeah. Okay. Because at the end of the movie, I felt insane. I was like, put me in an institution, please. (laughs) Uh, But I am genuinely asking at the end of the movie is the story that that. Jim Carrey is insane or that the number 23 is actually coming for it's him? It's
0: been, ch- it chased his father. Both. And then it, and then it, and it Both. yeah. Both.
1: So it's coming for him. And so it made him crazy. But I guess that's what I'm saying is that the movie sort of affirms that 23 is a, is a killer number and the devil's now, number. Much, yes. but
2: much like uh, Jim Carrey. Walter Swallow um, was infected by. Swallow?
1: Sparrow. 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 sparrow.
2: Sorry, sorry.
0: They're both birds. Sorry, sorry. Sparrow. And that's not to be confused with his detective name, uh, the great Jesus. (laughs) Or
1: his wife. Fingerling.
0: Fingerling. um Fingerling. Like the potato. I could not get past (laughs) the potato.
1: Or his pseudonym.
0: Oh, his pseudonym is this is the best one. The pseudonym is my favorite part because when you say it out loud, it gets really great. Top secrets. (laughs) AKA Top Secrets. Top secrets.
1: I laughed so hard hard at the reveal of Top Uh, Secrets. Top secrets. Top (laughs)
0: secrets.
1: Secrets Top secrets. Topsy Secrets is the
0: author of the book that Jim Carrey, Topsy the dog catcher, Krets. finds. Now, here's what I'll <laughs> say. When this movie first started, this is in this era of sad Jim Carrey, like depressed Jim Carrey, mm-hmm. like a little bit after Eternal Ugh. Sunshine. He's got the long hair and, a, mm-hmm. and he looks to me like he's a FedEx guy, right? Yes, he's got this long hair. Uh, and he's
2: got it styled in a way that is like from guys in 2007 which is flat down on his head kind of matted <laughs> down even though like it, 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 he looks like okay anyway it doesn't matter they give <laughs> when they give him flashbacks in the movie the 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 young actor playing young Jim Carrey mm-hmm. some 20 some odd years in the past has the exact same haircut yeah <laughs> That well was, I God, was like right. I was like why did they
0: give The kid that's in the late '60s, a 2007 haircut. I I have a feeling that that was a miscommunication from the director, uh, Joel Schumacher, to the uh, the hair and makeup team. It's like, yeah, yeah, he's young Jim Carrey. I mean, it was. It is. I'm worried they're not
2: going to know this is a flashback and it's young Jim Carrey. Make him look exactly the same.
0: Well, at that point, we're not even supposed to think he's young Jim Carrey. We're supposed to think this is a young Topsy Kretz. Oh, that's right. It's young
2: Topsy Kretz. That's right. Because there's flashbacks. Inside of the fantasy sequences. Yes. This movie is, like, layers on layers on layers of, of nothing, frankly. The, the movie makes—the movie is a zero. Like, it adds up to—like, no, in numerology senses or, or numerical senses, the whole movie is, is times zero, so it ends up <laughs> zero.
0: Well, I will say this. When you meet him, Jim Carrey, I was like, what is this movie going to be about? It's going to be about, like, a sad man who finds something in this number 23— But then this reveal of him, like, in a truck, looking miserable, depressed, and then it's, like, a comical decal on the side that's, like, you know, he's an animal, you know, dog. He's a dog catcher, essentially dog catcher. He's, like, he hates animals. I
1: don't know how they ever expected us to get on board with a character that hates dogs. Like, hates dogs and calls them evil, dead dogs, and wants to catch them. And the first... the, the, first the first moment. Yeah, I, I was like, how I want... I was so angry at this character and I was so appalled at the treatment of these animals. It was so strange. I'm like, and and looking back on the movie, to be quite honest, Ned, the dog, I don't know why... Why was Ned there? Why did he have to hate dogs? That cute little dog, you almost ran him over. Well, the dog
0: essentially brought him into his first experience of death right i mean the the movie is like
2: the movie i feel like can't decide if it's supernatural or not right if there's actual cuz you know like there's this element of like oh is the dog kind of um, uh, provoking him into this journey of self-discovery and remembering and uncovering his his memories and stuff. Because the dog bites him, he chases the dog, and the dog goes right to the gravestone
0: of the woman that he killed. Right. And then also later on, we see the dog with this... Man, this very intimidating man. Oh, yeah,
2: is who's that? Who, is is Raven- revealing? Is that revealed is that?
0: in the very last seconds? I think that that might have been the devil. If it's if if okay, here's my theory. The larger oh, is it theory. Death? I think it's like the number twenty three is the killer in this movie, and it will always find you. It will make you appear to be insane, but you're basically just carrying out the will of the number twenty three. And the number twenty three is the devil's number. So the devil has a dog who then helps people get back to that. I don't know. That's part of what I would put together in here. Like based on the things it's a I know. If the
1: devil had an animal, there's no way it would be a dog. <laughs> well, I mean the de- like, Cerebus, there's
2: Cerebus, the three headed dog that yeah. guards the gates of hell. So there's that dog, but that's not I, what I, we're talking about here. There is a, there. What the other thing I couldn't figure out is that scene at the end of the movie where we see the dog, Ned, we see this dark shadowy figure and they're at the gravestone at the funeral. Uh, the funeral for Laura, the woman that Jim Carrey killed, but they're having a funeral fifteen
1: years later. Well, because they never found her remains. Oh, so I'm, that's now right. That's what it is. Now, now they did. I would really love to get into why Robin took her skeleton and put oh, it I think somewhere. To protect,
2: I think to protect Jim Carrey.
1: Oh wait, Scott is saying her name is Agatha. Yeah, Agatha, Agatha. is her name. Robin, oh, is, Robin is the son. No, no, Agatha, you're right. Ag, but but yeah, Agatha ag.
0: wouldn't have known Jim Carrey to move the body.
1: Well, no, because she found. Wait, no, no I think found she realizes it at that place, and she's read at the, the book. The Institute. Nathan, Nathaniel. So she, oh institute.
0: right, because so she figures because out that Bud court, he's the
2: author of the book right, when okay. yes when Bud Court is. When she finds Bud Court's crazy room.
0: Okay, wait. Let me just go back. Let me let me just go. Let me just go back. Let me just go back for a little bit. Just because if you're listening to this, that, it sounds like, like pure. I would
2: like the t-shirt to be Bud Court's crazy room. I would love. I mean, and let's it's make it... just it's just a red hued <laughs> scrawl filled nightmare scape. Okay, uh, but here's
1: my question, Paul. And I'm sorry. I'm really sorry to interrupt, but my question about like 23 and the devil. So Agatha already wanted to to paint her broom. Can, can we red? just, let me just set oh, up. Sorry, let me, yes, yes, hold on. yes, yes, Sorry. Yes, sorry. Yes, let yes, me
0: just yes, set yes, up yes. one little bit of here because I think this will help <laughs> us. Uh, and June immediately turns off her camera. I, I'll say this. We meet Jim Carrey. He seems like a, oh, Jason just turned off. No, guys, I just have to explain one part of the plot. Uh, <laughs> see, we meet Jim Carrey. He seems like he is a depressed loner, doesn't fit in. And then you reveal he is happily married to a beautiful woman and has a son and seemingly a pretty functional family life. Right. Not so just that,
2: functional, I would say
0: happy. Yes. So we have Virginia Madsen, who's Agatha, and we have Logan Lerman, who is uh, Robin. Robin. That's a son. I just wanted to set that up. So this weird character that we meet who hates dogs, who's xenophobic, is actually a very well adjusted. Like normal guy living a normal life. And all right, so now I just want to label who these characters are because it's going to get hard I'm to... I'm sorry, you're, no, you're I, so No, right. also
2: because many of them, like there are a couple of characters, like Jim Carrey plays both uh, Walter, and right, uh, yes. and he plays Fingerling in the fantasy sequences. Like yes. as does right. Virginia Madsen plays Agatha, but she also plays Fabrizia. Um, Fabrizia in the in the
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Fabrizia. Today's podcast is brought to you by. That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great And make a little bit of money, too, because we all need a little bit of money. And maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. My family is all in on the cinnamon Cap'n Crunch. I didn't think you could make it better, but they did. I love my Captain Crunch, and now I love sharing it with my kids. Join the crew for your next Breakfast Time Crunch venture. Get Captain Crunch's new cinnamon crunch now at a retailer near you. And learn more at CaptainCrunch.com. So, the reason why this number, this book, this number 23 book comes into Jim Carrey's hands is because he is late to his own birthday dinner with his wife because this monster of a dispatcher from the dog impound makes him work a little bit later one night because,
1: because he turned down her advances in the
0: best dialogue of all time. <laughs> oh my where, God. Uh, he, she's basically like, why don't you t- t- take it out and wag your tail at me? And he goes, I wouldn't wag my tail in the bitch's room with you. If you were the last bitch on earth, because it's a celebration party. It's his birthday party. And it's but it's a dog themed birthday party, so his cake is a dog. So it's all well, the and dog. Also, can, the,
2: it looks like the ladies' room has been covered over with the word bitch, right? So it does
0: say the bathroom
2: does say bitch's room. It's also
0: so convoluted. It's like why would it, it's like having a birthday party for a lawyer and everything being law themed. Like this is the jury box. I had ba- so many questions <laughs>
1: about. First of all, where does this movie take place? I don't know Philadelphia. Okay, in whatever. Okay, so. Now I know I know for a fact that in some places, the animal controller is an elected position. In some okay. like small okay. towns and stuff, okay. like, you actually I do not think Jim office.
2: Carrey had to run for this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, but my question is, how many people could possibly? be working in this department. That it's they enormous. Could, it's enormous. Not only that, but there seems to be in whatever small town city this is, there seems to be a behavioral psychologist just for oh, yeah. the animal controllers. Yes. So that if they run into any traumatic experiences on the job, they can go talk to they've basically this taken person.
2: all of the elements of a traditional police story yes. the yes. detect the, the 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 bar that services the detectives the 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 mental health professional who helps out the the police who've had traumatic experiences and clears them for duty so that they right. can return to the force after a shooting or an event or whatever all of those tropes from a police procedural story have been ported onto an animal control office officer who let a dog get away (laughs) on his birthday.
1: (laughs) And and was bitten by a dog.
0: Yes. I want to underline it one more time, too. It is a crazy way to meet a lead character. It's Jim Carrey. He first barks at another dog. He's an animal, you know, uh, controller. Was that a
1: bark, Paul? That first sound he made? I was like, I don't know what that is.
0: He was taunting a
2: dog. Do you think that this, all of this... He hates dogs. He's taunting the dog. He's talking to the dogs. Is this just a, a a bit or a a trying to reframe or change the narrative from Ace Ventura I talk to dogs. Uh-oh. I'm a goofball. That this is like is this a wink or is this trying to I thought about that. Cuz it it's the movie starts and I was like this feels like obviously Referencing Ace Ventura, like I'm not always nice to animals.
1: Right, I hate animals. I in fact actually. I can I'm I can also
0: hate animals. Yeah, I have range. I mean, at this point in his career, Ace Ventura came out in 1994. This is 2007. I think oh, okay. I think he's pretty far away from how you close know,
2: to the Schumacher Batman that Jim Carrey was in is the it, like? Is this another Schumacher Jim Carrey? Were they like? Were on? Were they on? set for Batman, and Jim Carrey was I mean, like, listen, Batman I got and- the...
0: Batman and Robin is
1: 1997, guys. This is oh, this, this is, is of Yeah, guys, I I think that all this is is Jim Carrey's fascination with the number 23.
0: It's I mean, be. just to put it in context, this is of the and era that's timeless. where he <laughs> he's kind of already had his ups and downs, and this is like just a weird sidestep because this is coming out in 2007 and he's already been Lemony Snicket. Uh, He already did Eternal Sunshine. Uh, He did Bruce Almighty. Right. So he did uh, Fun with Dick and Jane and then the number 23. And the next movie he made was Yes Man. So it's like, this is an odd, Mm. like it's not, you know, it's post majestic. It's, you know, it's, it's a weird moment of his time. it's not in his heyday, it, right? But, and,
2: but it's in this period where he's trying to do a bunch of different stuff. Yeah, um, right. interesting and trying to reinvent himself. It, there's a it's it's so interesting because I feel like one of the things we haven't mentioned is in the fantasy sequence of this uh, cuz part of me feels like this is what uh, an element that Jim Carrey may have been drawn to is that he gets to play the affable uh, uh, everyman, who's kind of spiraling out of control, but in the fantasy sequences, he the fantasy is all a noir detective story, like a, a an incredibly washed out, stylized femme fatale filled noir story. And Where I feel he like
0: plays he, a saxophone. He plays, I was gonna say, and has bad tattoos. I mean, he plays a saxophone <laughs> shirtless. It's like that character from <laughs> The Lost Boys. But here's what I, I, yes. I I'm so,
1: and I'm, I'm sorry, how keep can on. you be an Everyman if you hate dogs?
0: Well, I want to bring it back to, he not as a, doesn't only hate dogs, he's also a kind of a racist. Because when he does confront that dog, he presents this, like, he is doing a monologue to this dog about how this dog is going to be eaten if this dog was in China. He's like, and I guess also oh, yeah. working oh, yeah. for like, it's like a, it, I just point that out for a couple of reasons, because it's their lead character. and. He is going to go into a descent of madness, but you start off going, This guy's fucking sucks. Like he's And
1: (laughs) absolutely, Paul. And I would add that this is not a vicious dog.
0: No.
2: Not at all.
1: And I would also add a pit bull mix of some kind who seemed like pretty docile. Yeah. Oh, and, and and I would also add,
2: what does he have to be such a dick about? Like, what's That's he what so I'm upset, like, he? I, I, so he has upset a, about a wonderful home with a supporting, loving family? I mean, maybe he's haunted by the traumas of his past and just doesn't know it and is waiting for a handmade book to be found and trigger his his memories. Can but, I
1: ask something, though? Why not have him find the book?
0: Well, this is OK. This is my question. Why? OK, Agatha said that she has read the book, but she's in the bookstore holding the book. So did she already read it before she went to the bookstore? Did she try to open him up? Because oh, here's the thing. And we have to spoil this at one point because I think we have to unpack it. We find out much, much later in the movie that Jim Carrey has been in a mental institution, has one of the best exits of that like after they he basically like <laughs> basically he um, he's in a mental institution he's he has amnesia which makes him forget that he killed somebody and as he's leaving the mental institution the doc's like well I hope I don't see you anymore and he's like oh I, well, I'm not gonna come back like they have a joking dispatch from the mental institution and then immediately as he walks out the door he has a meet cute with Virginia Madsen where he like bumps into her and she drops a cake and then they get together but so this entire movie, she knows he knows nothing about his life before twenty three years old.
2: Well, and but why doesn't he know that?
0: Why isn't right. he able? He he doesn't
2: seem to. It, you know, he doesn't remember uh, whether it's amnesia or they t- they say because he tries to he tries to commit suicide and jumps out of a window. And so they're not sure if it's trauma from the, the fall or if it's some sort of amnesia or if it's just whatever. But he doesn't seem to remember any of his past life. So but th- mustn't his family understand it. it does, the movie wants to have it every way. Right. right. He wants they want him to be totally normal. And then through the process of re- finding and reading this book and because that's what we haven't really said definitively. The book is about he, the book. The book that he had, the whole movie is about him becoming obsessed with this book and thinking that this book and this author is writing about him only to find at the end of the movie, obviously, that Jim Carrey, his character, wrote the book. Prior to going insane, uh, prior to amnesia, rather. The best
1: part is that we find that out because Virginia Madsen rips off oh, a piece of paper that had been like glued to the title page of the manuscript, where it said "by" and then it said "top secrets." What's his name again, Paul? Top secrets.
0: Topsy, top, top secrets. Yeah. <laughs>
2: That's I can't deal with that. But who did that? Did 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 Bud Court do that?
1: That's what I don't know. Who Who made the red book?
2: Who made the red book? You know, because here's the thing. there's By the end of the movie, there's two copies of the book. One we've spent the whole movie with, which is the red covered book, the red cover, which matches the red walls, which matches the red light bulb in Bud Court's Chaos Room. Like, and then there's the copy that is the manuscript, which is the loose pages that Jim Carrey types up and handwrites and glues stuff to. The last that, chapter's on a wall and in then a hotel. The last chapter's on the wall in the <laughs> hotel. But who made
0: the red book, Bud Court?
1: Uh, I don't know. This, no, yes, I do yes. Not it,
0: it, so basically, know. this man went insane and Who? wrote this book. Uh, top top, no, no, Topsy Kreutz's <laughs> uh, the fingerling, doctor. or no, basically no. But he wrote the book. Jim Carrey wrote the book. So Jim Carrey wrote yeah. this book like as an insane person, and then he's like, "Ooh, <laughs> wouldn't this be great if I just self published this book under somebody?" It, it's a, a wild ride. I I don't know why he wanted to get that Wait, book. You in. think he
1: published? I don't think he published you know, it. because he sent I it think... to the
0: he sent it to the thing. He sent Who? it to the public. I thought that I thought that Bud Court. Published the book.
2: Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that, so, I yes. think. Yes. Okay, I that think makes so, sense. As, as the doctor, I thought doctor, you were saying oh, Jim Carrey. Oh, oh no, no. So, I, I misunderstood. So basically, okay, they it.
0: take advantage of this guy. He, by it. the way, my stepfather uh, used to bring home. Um beautiful watercolors uh, painted by schizophrenic patients of his. Uh, they're really Whoa. gorgeous. And June told me I couldn't put him in the house because they're too scary. Uh, <laughs> but uh,
1: one, one was very frightening. <laughs> <laughs> it that that not, not not, had nothing to do with this you know, having schizophrenia or not. It was just a uh, Of
0: course. No, no. It, yeah. It, yeah, but, but so they basically like, he's like, ooh, this isn't <laughs> I guess like Bud Court's like, ooh, this is interesting. Let me just like make money on this person who is not well. Publishes the book, but then pops on <laughs> Topsy Secrets, <laughs> and then and then oh. that and then but then he gets obsessed about the number twenty three in the publishing or reading of, of it book. So the book, so it's, like, the book is like a read... virus.
1: But this is what I don't understand. But then if...
0: Agatha read it; she yeah, didn't she go is, insane. Seems fine. Robin is she reading read it? it; he doesn't go insane. But when did Agatha read it? Because she keeps on going. Oh no, you're being crazy. You're being crazy. First of all, the family's So okay with him writing on the walls they're where they're way relaxed with him going crazy but like when did she read it like and cuz it seems like she's holding the book to set him up to open it but it did seem that way but then
1: she's like no, i felt no, like yeah.
0: i felt like he I, I will say this
2: for a slim it's a novella Let's be clear. Yes, it's, it's twenty-two chapters.
0: It's a shorty. I mean, by the way, it also I will also say it, it's a graphic novel at points, and there's there's pictures yeah. in there. There's there's, there's, there's yes, writing, there's collage. <laughs> it's
2: it's a mixed media piece. But he really there inexplicably for reasons I'll never understand. The movie continuously gives us the dates. Yes, like it'll be like February fifth. So what you I mean, and I don't know why. So the the time, there is no ticking clock. There is no timeline. There is no reason uh, to be jumping back and forth in time and trying to help us by understanding what day it is. But what it does let us know is it's taking Jim Carrey weeks to read a very small book. So my assumption is his wife read it just in an appropriate amount of time, which is for a a book that size, probably three hours.
1: Yeah. I think that's a good point. I thought for sure... We were gonna land, everything was gonna culminate to a date that added up to 23.
0: Oh, yeah, sure. (sighs) Okay, well, his
1: birthday is on February 3rd. We know that.
0: Now, now let me also let me also just say this. But it didn't. I mean, this movie also feels like while it's really leaning into all this conspiracy, it also feels like is it a parody of it? Because I thought that too at points. When he starts reading this book, it's as if Jim Carrey is reading it like this like he's doing a bit like listen to Jim Carrey's voiceover of him reading the book chapter one you can call me Fingerling it's not my real name it came from a book I read as a child Fingerling at the zoo paper flap long gone it had a green hardback cover and mottled texture it was possibly my very first book funny I can't recall what it was about. The only thing I remember is the name, Fingerling. It was so weird, like when he says, "Call me Fingerling." I'm like, All "It's right. a bad, it's a bad book. It's also bad." Yes, I'm yes. like, "This is not a book. This book is also like, I'm like, this is not compelling. I'm not, I'm not sitting up." Kind of, yeah. It, uh, well, I'm then not... when
2: you realize it was written in a post-murder frenzy, yes. you're like, "Okay."
1: But that's my question about Agatha because I believe that Agatha. Had maybe, uh, Agatha's clearly already been, um, like, seduced by the devil. That's why she wants to paint Uh, those walls red. Okay,
0: so she's already been turned.
1: Yes. So I think she had probably either already read the book before she saw it in the, the gift shop.
0: Oh, so maybe is Danny Houston the devil? That other doctor? Uh, You know, I would believe that only because Danny Houston
2: is always the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. So when Danny Houston was even in the when I saw Danny Houston's name in the credits, I was like, well, that's that's who did it. And then he turns out to be seemingly benevolent. He seems to be an ally to uh, Agatha and Robin in trying to help um, corral the more and more erratic Jim Carrey. Correct or no? Or is he just trying to manipulate him?
1: I don't to what know. End, if,
2: I thought it was going to be revealed at the end that Danny Houston had done the crimes, but was making Jim Carrey crazy to the point that Jim Carrey was going to be um, c- uh, convicted of the murder, that, that it would seem as though Jim Carrey would I- incriminate or Im- like when Jim Carrey dug up the body, I thought, oh, this is it. They're going to make it so that he gets arrested for this only to find out he did, in fact, do it. You know,
1: interesting. I I don't know because at the end of the day, Danny Houston not a bad guy, not a bad guy, and I will say the bad guy is Jim Carrey. And I did what I didn't understand at the very end, and I'm jumping ahead, listeners, but at the very end, Jim Carrey says that um, because he's turned himself in, obviously the guy who was framed for the murder of Laura, which we haven't even got into the original murder, but whoever that college girlfriend of his was that he murdered um
0: because she touched Danny Houston's or no she touched that other guy's finger <laughs>
1: Well, no, she Fingerling. did have sex with him in the woods.
0: Oh, oh, yeah, that looks so uh, uncomfortable. But she was, Very uncomfortable. she was touching
2: his, she was touching his fingerlings in the classroom. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's why they call him Detective Fingerlings. He's always looking now for fingers I touching get other over fingers.
2: The fact that he named the character <laughs> Detective, Detective Fingerling <laughs> in his hard-boiled, you know, Philip Marlowe-esque character is Detective Fingerling. <laughs>
1: But here's my question. At the very end, he says, when he's talking to his son, Robin, that he's going to be in jail for a while. Justice has been served. And, you know, he, he's going to be serving his time until he gets parole. Why would this man ever get paroled? Oh, yeah, he, because they feel like it was like
0: he said the judge took kindness on him because he came for basically the judge was like, you didn't have to do this. So I'll go easy <laughs> yeah. on you.
1: Oh, like hey I'll hey do, hey, you, you know you what? did me one, I'll do you one. Like yeah. no, yeah. You, you killed someone. Yeah, and not only that, but another man sat in jail for like for, for twenty three years. years, right? Oh,
2: twenty well, yeah, three? I don't know. I, was, I said I don't know.
1: I know fifteen plus fifteen is thirty, and then if you take thirty and you minus seven, seven you're going to get to twenty three. So
0: yes, I do think though it's like it's so weird because even in that final moment when they're at the gravesite the devil man and dog are close, everyone's always spying on people in very close proximity. Like when Jim (laughs) Carrey is watching his wife and Danny Houston in that uh, restaurant, he's literally standing in the middle of (laughs) of an empty street, staring into a big bay window. It's like, if any, like you would catch it in the corner of your eye. Like it's not, he's not even trying, like everyone is just there. Like the other person standing at the cemetery, like, Um, I'm like two feet away. I'm two feet away. It felt like, yeah, it felt like
2: there was, it was, it's so unsatisfying. Mm. This is a murder thriller, mystery, who whodunit. I love it, it these types be, of movies, too. It wants to be an erotic thriller because there's all yes. these kind of like uh, transgressive sexual things that are happening as in the flashback, especially. Fabrizia. Oh, yes, we, with Fabrizia. <laughs> and then there's also like an element where I felt like Jim Carrey was like, I want to make seven. Yeah, I want to make yes. my seven, my gritty, stylized crime thriller, blah, blah, blah. Except that at the end, the, the, the ending is so unsatisfying. It's that he's been the killer the whole time and that he just didn't know it. There's no outing of the bad guy. There's no satisfying uh, unraveling of the mystery no, and the revelation of the real murderer, blah, blah, blah. It, it's just...
0: What it, it, what it feels like to me is... When you've been in a writer's room, or you're trying to come up with a solution for something, and it's like late, it's like eleven o'clock at night, and it's like, all right, here's the deal. You know what it is? He wrote the book. She knew about the book, but she's also by the devil, and and he, so he hid the body. It's it sounds good, fast. Fastly pitched Right And then everyone's like Oh yeah that is good And then you go home And then the next morning You come back And you're like Oh what did we come up with Oh that doesn't make any
2: sense But then they're like Wait a minute Wait a minute Fuck 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 We already cast Danny Houston <laughs> So he's gotta be the murderer
0: I, I Right He's Danny Houston When you look at my notes In a one section this is These are the notes Right after each other who is this? She wrote the yeah. book? He wrote the book? <laughs> he was the detective? Wait, it so wasn't crazy her? <laughs> like Danny
2: Houston, is That my, my notes, Paul, my notes are so similar. They're just almost, there's a huge chunk of my notes that all just, is this a homemade book? Movie <laughs> we're in is in the book? Like uh, all these, everything equals 23, but not really. It's all just questions.
1: All of mine are, why is he speaking to dogs like this? How dare he yeah. hate dogs? <laughs> Why must he hate dogs? (laughs)
0: I, I, I'm going to tell you this. I, I know that we talked a lot about the number 23. I thought this movie was off the rails when the son gave him his birthday gift and it looked like a five-year-old made a mug for that him. That was like, <laughs> the, son seems like, the son seems like a straight-up heist. Like the son is totally making out with normal. his girlfriend yes. on the couch. He's like, here, the Dad. The son
2: is like a 16-year-old. They all have a lovely relationship and dynamic to each other. And the son looks like he made him something in like one of those pottery places that you go to but for like, what, a, a seven-year-old. birthday party it's
1: like it's like it's
0: like like, it's so off it's not pretty in any way the world's best dad it's like (laughs) all right all right this 18 year old made this here's the thing people walmart plus is the membership that saves you time and money on the stuff you'd expect but also on the stuff you don't let me explain did you know with your walmart plus membership you can save money on gas yeah Save gas while you drive the kiddos to soccer practice. Plus, visit your in-laws. Plus, venture into the wilderness. Plus, wherever you want to go. Because Walmart Plus also saves you time and money with... paramount plus plus so much more start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com see walmart plus terms and conditions 35 five dollar order minimum paramount plus essential plan only separate registration required today's show is brought to you by better help you know there are things that we need to get off our chest maybe someone in your life a loved one, is driving you crazy, but they don't mean to be driving you crazy. And you want to vent and you want to get it out, but you just don't want to drop it on them because you're not really mad at them. Maybe you're mad at yourself. Because we all have these things that set off our stressors, right? We keep them bottled up and they start to affect us. And we start to then affect other people because our energy is off. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire. You get matched. And then guess what? If you don't like your therapist, you can switch to another licensed therapist at any time for no additional charge. So, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash bonkers today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot slash bonkers. I was traveling with my kids. We stopped to get breakfast at Shake Shack. And my kids said, Mom said, A razor that had a great price, high customer satisfaction, that had a no-risk trial, and they have other self-care products that meet the same quality standards as their razors, okay? I love the body wash. And they have deodorant that smells damn good. I gotta tell you, I love these razors. They are perfect, and now I am a paying subscriber. That's right, so do not settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3. That's right, go to harrys.com slash bonkers. That's harrys.com slash bonkers for a $3 trial set. I just want to go back to Jim Carrey's weirdness. I'm watching the movie for clues. I'm like, what's going on here? Did you see that weird moment where like Jim Carrey's like trying on his sh- like his uh vest for before he goes to the birthday party? He's like, I look like a rock star. I'm yes. like, oh, what is the that. fuck? Are you t- what? really? any what? Sense?
2: I'm sorry, but Paul, I want to be clear. He says, I look like a rock star to, to his son yeah. or to Virginia. Like yeah, he's right? trying to get fucked and then you reveal that he's got a wife. Yes, like you don't know, and head, then yeah. it doesn't matter. By the way, it doesn't matter because he goes to that party, and they do want to fuck him anyway. That woman, the supervisor, that's where the scene happens where she says, "Wag your tail at me." I, so he is, he is like, he's in his movie, being like, "I need to be an object of sexual desire, but also a
0: family man, I, I, but yeah. also." It does, it does. I have to say this. I have, a, I have a theory. I don't know if I've talked about this theory here, but I'm going to talk about it now, which is, I believe. That in every movie, Jim Carrey must show himself fucking because it's like, I am still a wanted man. Like in Ace Ventura, arguably one of the goofiest fucking movies, he fucks and it's like, and he's good at it. Like it's not like it's, not, it's a funny scene, but like the, the scene isn't funny like that about him fucking. It's like, oh no, no, he's really good at fucking. All the animals are watching him fuck. And it's like, and it's a weird choice. Like I feel like Jim Carrey's like, I just need to let you everybody know, like, I may be weird or I'm whatever, goofy, but I do funny voices. Yeah, but I still fuck. But yeah, I get I it done. Good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: just because I'm, just because I'm wearing the mask. Don't worry, I
0: fuck. <laughs> there, there is something and I, I have to do a deeper research wow. on this. But every time I see him in a movie, I'm like. It comes out of nowhere that people are like, "I want to fuck you," and that's and that's yeah. never like. And we've been watching a lot of Adam Sandler movies because our kids have been really enjoying them. And it's been great to watch. Like Sandler doesn't carry himself like that. Bill Murray doesn't carry himself like that. Like Steve Martin doesn't. It's like he's you're like I right.
1: fuck. you're right, yeah. and it's such a it's it's hard in a way because with Ace Ventura it's such a funny movie and our kids love it, but we do have to constantly oh yeah
0: that movie is the down like age
1: run in and fast forward Jim Carrey fucking. <laughs>
0: I mean, there's a lot of things in there around sex that is a little yeah, messy. Are. I mean,
2: yeah. it, it takes it's all new meaning for uh, take you to the pound. By
0: the way, the opening scene mm-hmm. of fucking Ace Ventura, he like he has, he has this like he steals a dog. Right, the reward for stealing a dog. Is a blowjob, but blow job, yeah. like the woman's like, "I what? gotta blow you." Yes. That's like that's like the
1: opening. That's okay. like the cold. I'm gonna open. be
2: honest. I don't. Th- I'll be honest. I don't think I've watched Ace
0: Ventura for. It's
1: quite funny, you know. I mean, he's so I mean great he's very in good it. in it.
0: Yeah, probably f- 20 years. I'll tell you this you know? much: the the rumor I heard about Ace Ventura was that. Jim Carrey couldn't get a movie, you know, was trying to get a movie together, couldn't get one, and gets Ace Ventura, and is like, this script is terrible, but I'm going to make sure it's going to be great. And every day would stay up until like two or three in the morning, writing the pages for the next day to make sure it was great, and 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 really imbue this character and make it awesome. And I feel like he needs a little bit more of this energy in t- movie 23 to make it make sense. I feel like <laughs> somebody, no one was looking at the next day's pages, or they were, and they weren't looking at the, what they already shot. I don't know. Uh, oh Jim Carrey did fire his agent, At the test screening of this movie. At the screening. Whoa. Which is also like, fuck you, because you clearly wanted to do this. You can't fire an... It's not like you... It's not like, all right, paint my house. I'll come home and see what it is. Like, you are... You're an accomplice. Like you were on set. Yeah. You saw it. You got that bad back tattoo. You picked up the saxophone. You knew what you were doing.
2: I, I, you, this, I mean, now that I understand he was obsessed with the number 23 and all this, this has got to be a passion project. This is his
0: toy. This his friend. Yes. His friend, Fernley, Fernley Phillips, who is the writer of this, his friend. Uh, uh, oh, okay. yes. Did anyone friend. else
1: notice that when he wrote a note to Agatha, when he was leaving to go dig out the skeleton at the park, which also had a name that, you know, rhymed together. Um, did anyone else know notice that the note he left for Agatha, that he put on, on the refrigerator, put a magnet on it for her to see, his handwriting was so <laughs> flowery and flourished. I don't know if we have a screen grab of it, but it was the most kind of feminine... Swirly. Don't you?
2: I always assume that is a props department a person. A thousand wrote that percent. Note. But yeah, it oh, was okay, just good, okay. so
1: hilarious. It's
2: uh, hilariously not him. Because yes. it should look like the chaotic scrawls. That are on that he's his been, arms. That and, he's been doing absolutely. on his arms, on
1: the walls, on the yes. pa- on I mean, everything. This is cursive, like pure cursive. Yeah.
0: I, I will say the interesting thing about Fernley Phillips The writer of this is he's only he's only credited with the number twenty three. It's got to be a suit. That's got to be a suit. Jim Carrey wrote this, right? Him, but like he never, but he never wrote any. Like it's not even like oh, like I've never seen an IMDb page. It's it's one it's one credit. Ah, That's got. I think there's something going on. I I I would argue that Jim Carrey wrote this movie. That's what I just said. Yeah. Th- yes. I
2: feel like Jim Carrey wrote this and under a pseudonym and Fernley Phillips is like his Tony
0: Clifton. Yeah.
1: Fernley Phillips. IMDB.
0: I'm I'm like, oh, I'm just, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I, what are we doing?
1: We can't be
2: going down the rabbit hole. We're doing it. We're doing the number 23. We're, we're stuck in a conspiracy.
1: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like they did this to us. The number 23 is out for us. I'm dead serious guys. Fernley Fernley you Phillips guys both is clickety not clackety, yeah, I am.
0: going through like a conspiracy oh, theory. <gasps> okay. All right. So I just I just I just found OK, I just found the New York Times. Molly and I are finding it at the same time. OK, so okay, in February, two, this is their wedding announcement. In February tw- 2002, Friendly Phillips was an undiscovered Hollywood screenwriter with a month to go before his money would run out and he'd have to go home to England. He was so low on cash that he would wait until McDonald's offered hamburgers for 29 cents and buy five to save money for the coming week. Alyssa Ferguson was an associate producer working for Bo Flynn, reading 30 to 50 scripts a week. When Philip's screenplay, the number 23, landed on her desk, it was love at first sight. I thought this was probably the best script I'd seen in my entire life. And that's how they met. She read this script and, wow. uh, and, uh, and that's how they, like this movie united them over the movie 23. Wow. Wow, wow, okay, okay.
2: Yeah, I'm, okay. I mean, I'm yeah, and it looks stunned. like he's written other things too. Okay, it does look it, like he's written other things. I don't know, No, Jason does seeing that. Sorry, I mean, I'm saying he's. It, it, I'm I'm saying he is credited as having written features for Paramount, okay. Warner Brothers, Universal, okay. Fox, and okay, now. So maybe these he never... may not have been produced. Got it, okay, but there are plenty of people who have successful successful yes, career without like, in yes. which in which they get paid to a lot of money to write scripts that then eventually do not get made.
0: I so. love that the like he found the love of his life from writing the movie the number twenty three like this is Incredible like it would stuff. be it would be a very different story uh, oh and he teaches a screenwriting class or we're, we're going deep he teaches a uh, he teaches a screenwriting class so he all right so he's a real person we
2: we apologize for suggesting that this was that he was a suitor. yes
0: uh, but by the way
1: I'm, and now we're going to sign up for his class uh- <laughs> it's very interesting to see all of the other celebrities that were at the premiere of the number twenty three.
2: <laughs> oh, whoa! Would... This, should this be a segment? <laughs> this, yeah, this, this is, who is a came segment out. we've never done. Well, I have a question I'll tell about you,
1: this. Um, I'll tell you who is there: Stacy Keebler, oh hey Rosario Dawson.
0: Keebler. Oh, nice. Yeah.
1: Um, came out to support, which is always nice to see. Uh, well, I want to ask this question.
0: Can I quickly say? Uh, yeah, go ahead. What is your What is your take on this? Do you Do either of you show up to a movie? that you have no involvement in, and, and and let's bar a very close friend's something. But, like, this is like, oh, hey, uh, you know, this is a movie premiere, and take away COVID and everything like that. Like, do you show up if you're not involved in it at all?
2: Now, I, I, just to clarify, you mean... Like walk the carpet and be photographed. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. You're not saying, do you go to the
0: movie? Oh, no, no, no. You
2: go to the premiere and do you get photographed for the, for a movie? Because there are certain friends I
0: know that like, will say, oh, I got it. I got a, I'm going to go to this premiere tonight. Oh, did you have anything to do with it? No, no, no. I'm just going to go walk the carpet. Yeah. I
2: don't. Okay. I don't. I mean, like you said, though, unless I'm supporting a friend. Right. Like if if you had a movie that was going and you invited like, hey, come, me yeah, to come, yeah. even if I wasn't in it, I certainly would come and support you Same. know your film yes. or whatever. Uh, but no, I wouldn't go to now. Let me be clear: if they said come to the premiere of Fast 10, oh, Fast and Furious Ten, I'm in. I would go and and if they said, do you want to walk the red carpet? I would be like, absolutely, I'm 100. Yes. I mean, that's different
1: because like, we are involved in that one.
2: That's what I've done too, it. but. <laughs> But no, no, I wouldn't randomly go to some random uh, premiere. Rally, yeah, I would know?
1: definitely go for a friend, obviously, but I wouldn't go either unless it was a fast movie or it was a movie that I felt like super attached to.
0: Right. So this I'm just I'm just saying. So these people who are showing up, they're coming because either they are part of uh you know, maybe they're part of this. Maybe they're they're twenty three conspiracy theorists. Maybe I don't know. I don't want to lie. Twi- they're
2: twenty three and me.
1: <laughs> a part of me wonders though if some of these actresses might have been in an, a cut of the movie, and because I know I have a number of friends who did not find out they were cut out of the movie until the premiere. Whoa! Oh yeah. So it's also not, possible they, not, they thought you they mean were movies. In. Not my this not movie. my favorite. My movies, favorite right. thing Tina Applegate was, was there too.
0: I I showed up. Uh, oh, wow. I was in that Larry David movie. Um, Clear the history. one, the clear history, and I, I went. I was excited. I, I knew I was in it. I shot with Larry for like uh, a day. I went with and you. I'll
1: never forget. He was the pretty much the first person to arrive. He was the first the person to arrive. For his own movie. <laughs> uh,
0: and then they 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 displayed the red carpet on the on the screen. So like as you were sitting in your seat, you could see people walking. Right, you couldn't hear it, but you could see it. And Larry got up to take people off the red carpet, so the movie would start on time. Which was one of the best moves I've ever seen for the lead. Amazing. He was already, but when I walked in to that movie, uh, I bumped into him in the lobby. He's like, "Oh, no, oh no! I, we, we cut that we cut that scene. It, we, we cut it way 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 down. Oh no! It was it was <laughs> such a funny moment of him realizing it, and then it does it does sting a little bit when you yeah, uh, of you know yeah, but it's uh, you know it, but it was nice that he oh, acknowledged.
2: It. I would think especially to
0: find out. At the premiere, Yes, yeah.
1: you've gotten dressed up. You've, yeah, it's horrible.
0: <laughs> uh, all right. So anyway, <laughs> down that rabbit hole, I will say this: What is Jim Carrey as a private investigator? If he's meeting with suicidal people, because he's not a cop, he's a PI, right? Did he start as a cop and get like
2: oh, disgraced? Was he? Wasn't there a thing where they were like, "You're not a detective anymore." Or something like that. Well, that, that was, or was that, that moment
0: where he goes, did they take away your gun? And he's like, yeah, but hold yeah. on, but hold on. Yeah. But, but when he first meets with that woman, she's. Kind of hanging like she hung herself.
2: This movie's representation of of suicide and Wild. and mental illness, frankly, is deeply troubling and problematic. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, it,
2: uh, like across the board, yeah. everything from the from the hospital to the whatever is going on with him with everybody. Everybody, it, the the treatment of mental illness in this movie is absolute. You
0: know, just frankly, nuts. Well, maybe uh, maybe because they're all you know they're all uh, obsessed with the number 23 so they're not you know they can't be doing their job but that but that idea that he's like meeting with her like he's meeting with a woman before she commits suicide to talk to her about why she I mean this is where the movie really like I don't I, understand I what the fuck that. is going on I couldn't follow that I and I guess know. it makes well, sense that it's written by somebody who is having a, a mental breakdown as well because it is it is confusing. I mean, it's confusing. It's confusing. Oh, yeah. No, it, that's the thing is
2: none of the... Because we spend so much time inside the story, inside the book. Yes. Where Jim Carrey is portraying Detective Fingerling. Again, I can't state it enough. His name is Fingerling. Um, And we spend so much time in that story... That and 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 it features Jim Carrey narrating voiceover for the movie Hard Boiled, kind of again like like Raymond Chandler style noir, hard boiled detective stuff, and it's nonsense. None we the the story of the book, the detective Fingerling story, doesn't make any sense. No, he's not he's not on the case. He's just jumping around, fucking people, holding his sacks. This is Chekhov's sacks.
0: He he's holding it but he never plays it. By the way, uh I will say this um I wrote it I jumped up in the middle of watching this movie last night like I had figured it out. I've only every now and then I every now and then there'll be a moment like I figured out the sixth sense before the reveal and I was like so proud like I was like ah oh, I did it. And I saw the and I, I was able to enjoy the movie like for like the the next 10 minutes like seeing what I knew. I jumped up the same way last night and I was like He's got rabies. That's what I thought the entire movie was like.
1: Oh he's wow! Going crazy. I love
0: that. I love that as
2: a um, as a from the from the initial dog. Yes, bite. yes. That's like he got great.
0: rabies. That's and he's gone crazy. He didn't treat it. Wow. He didn't take it seriously. And then they never even discussed that. That was. It. <laughs> But I really was that like that would have been incredible because you know perfect. rabies once it takes over it will it just yeah. you're you're done it's over. And that's what I thought would have been interesting. I was like, "Oh, this this is like but this whole idea of this larger murder plot and then it's also like you're doing something really weird which is like you're telling three stories. You're telling the story of the dog catcher who has amnesia who killed this girl that he loved, but then that's also being personified in another book because he's also the suicide blonde. She jumps out the window, but he actually jumped out the window because mm. he was feeling that so like the movie opens with the end. It's very like and then when you try to connect the pieces, it doesn't even make It doesn't make sense, nor do they even do, like, that fight club thing of, like, oh, you see what you were missing. Yeah, that's what they—they never filled in the blanks for you. They
2: just, you know, they they, they just give you a couple of reveals that are— just not satisfying. You know, like, the other thing that's really unsatisfying is just the end. The end of the movie, like, when he... It should feel incredible when he gets to that room and is ripping the wallpaper off to discover that chapter 23 of the book is on the walls of the hotel. That should be a fucking awesome reveal where you're like, Whoa, the missing chapter. And you're like, Wait, what? What, what is going... What, 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 what is this? Also... There's so little. There's so little. The movie is full of truly insane moments that that get no reaction from people. When Bud Court slices his own neck open with a box cutter in the mailbox store, nobody yells, Do you nobody mean the mailbox
1: facility as Virginia Madsen refers to it.
2: I'm sorry, the MF, the mailbox.
0: So I love Virginia Madsen. By the way, I also, like, love Virginia I'm Madsen. Obsessed. I like Virginia.
1: It made me think of, like, where is she and why don't I see more of her?
0: Like, Vir- um, she was terrific in but this. But Virginia Madsen Always. and Logan Lerman, both gr- great actors, and I will say even Jim Carrey in this, all, like, selling it. Like, except for Jim Carrey's voiceover, everyone, like, I mean, but Virginia Madsen, like, I'm like... Oh, you're you're she. But you're like you're you have to do the hardest thing, which is like you come home. Your husband's written all over the walls. And you're like, hey, all right. Well, what's what's on your mind, honey? Like, I agree. (laughs) I agree. I feel like
2: Virginia Madsen and Logan Lerman uh, and to a lesser degree, Danny Houston. But really, Virginia Madsen and Logan Lerman are doing an are doing Yeoman's work Whoa. trying to ground this movie into like reality you know by being like, OK, Virginia Madsen
0: was married to uh, to Danny Houston. What? Oh, I didn't know that. From 1989 to 1992.
2: You, I like that you almost just said that she was married to Logan. <laughs> 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 wow. Um, so they
1: were. Oh, that's
2: interesting. Okay. Not
1: oh, married wait. when they were in this movie.
0: No, together. but wow. I
1: just
2: yeah. Wait.
0: When were they married from 1989 to 1992? A short lived one.
2: Oh, interesting! So this was a, a reunion of yeah. sorts. For, uh, uh,
1: wow. I don't think okay. I knew she was married to uh, Antonio Sabato Jr.
0: Oh, wow! Oh, I didn't or know had that a
1: child either. with him. Wow! wow we're getting Got into it, it guys. <laughs> we're deep in <laughs> Madsen.
2: She was great. She was great in this, and oh, it's and because there was also a period where, and I don't know what you guys felt like. There was also a period where I was like, "Oh, she did yes," Absolutely. and I was like, "Okay." I'm, I'm, I'm on board for that version of it where she is, her past is coming back to, and, and, and because of this book or someone is taunting her because, because she is the first person who finds the book, you know? So I was like, oh, is this, is this somehow uh, her um, perpetuating or putting this thing in motion? Can I just, can I just
0: quickly pitch out what I think this story is and tell me if I'm right or wrong? Jim Carrey's dad has been haunted by the number 23. Jim Carrey, uh, his father kills himself. Jim Carrey then, you know, feels like, oh my gosh, my dad had this little curse, but I'm doing okay. I'm in love with a girl. Everything's going great. Catches his girlfriend cheating on him. And then the number 20, that's the number 23, is kind of infecting him at that point. He kills his girlfriend. Um, Blames it on someone else, but that forces him to go crazy. He tries to commit suicide, gets amnesia, goes to this hospital, gets better. The number 23 is gone. Immediately meets Virginia Madsen. They get married. They have a very happy life, besides the fact that he hates dogs and he's slightly racist. And everything is okay until he finds this book. But we don't know anything, and then we know what happens there. But we don't know anything about how Virginia Madsen gets corrupted or why she is... The way she is, why she wants the what walls, why she wants the walls, blood red. Is she working for oh, the devil oh, oh, no, when I, she yeah. read the book? Like, we don't know anything about this character. I, don't, I
2: think the movie, I don't think, the, well, I don't know, June, I'd like to hear what you think. But I don't think the movie thinks Virginia Madsen has been corrupted or okay. is any sort of. I think Virginia Madsen, Danny Houston, Robin, the son, I think they all exist in the in a in, in, they are benign. I don't think any of them are have malice or malicious intent. And maybe that's why they cast Danny Houston was to throw you off the scent and yeah. be like, you think he's going to be the bad guy, but he's actually helping. You know, Yeah,
1: I don't I genuinely don't know because I did find it suspect that she was painting the walls red. I mean, what a color, yeah. you know, and but
2: also blue one of the other rooms. She was painting blue during the movie.
1: OK, but she also found the book.
0: Well, that her finding the book and then and then her trying to throw him off the scent. I don't know. There's something there. Like, but you said that she also. So who hid the body? She hid the body. She did. She hid the skeleton. She she I think she and once she. Okay.
2: so once Bud Court slices his neck open in the mailbox facility and he says to her, go to the Institute. You know, it's it's you'll find it. Go find it. Go to the Institute. So and she pulls out of his pocket his I.D. card for Nathaniel, the Nathaniel Institute. Is that right? That's correct. And his name, his name is Sirius Leary.
1: <laughs> his name, right. I yeah, believe, you're right. is
2: Dr. <laughs> Seriously. Yes. Yes. I think his name is basically Dr. Seriously. (laughs) Oh,
0: my God. (laughs)
1: Oh, my God. So,
2: so, so, but he, and he, he has in his pocket, his hospital ID for when so, and she takes it and she goes to the Nathaniel Institute, which is covered in like razor wire and has clearly been shuttered for a decade at least, right? Yes, at least. Why is he still carrying his ID in his pocket? She walks right in, the light bulb is red, there are lit candles in this abandoned facility i couldn't make heads or tails out of any of this why why are there so many candles around it that that are lit i'm assuming she lit them why is there a red light bulb it's fucking crazy but anyway she goes she finds the locker the foot locker that has all of her husband's stuff she finds the manuscript she rips the paper off of it the top secret and finds his name underneath right Right. So this is where she learns everything. Then she goes and she realizes he killed whoever, and she goes and takes the skeleton because she doesn't want him to be caught. Is that what's happening?
1: I to protect? Do not him? know. I do not know because I'm not sure why she's protecting him. Like I don't think he called the cops, I don't know so protecting him from what exactly?
2: From the cops. Okay. So at that point Cause...
1: she knows, but at that point does she know he killed? Laura. Someone, yes, she because does. she
2: realizes he wrote. Wow, this what story. a wife!
1: Then, honestly,
0: yeah, yes, yes. You know, relationship goals.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Truly, like I, uh, much respect. I, I
0: I'm, I, I'm reading through some some interviews with um the cast, and I want, want to read you this. I feel like they were all they all drank the Kool Aid pretty early on because this is uh this is kind of interesting. It's like Virginia Madsen's like. I love this. The number 23, you know, there's so many things in case you're a doubter. And then Carrie's like, yeah, there's, there was a phenomenon on set. You know, if you know that my name and and Schumacher's name, if you put them together, it's 23 letters. And then Virginia Madison goes, yeah, well, Danny Houston and I were married 23 years ago. And, you know, and so like, the they're, they're all like up. They, I think that they've lost the plot on set a little bit too. It's like, they, and I think what they're all saying, well,
2: yeah, because that makes no sense. Because you, you, what they can't do is be like, well, yeah, because uh, Virginia Madsen and Logan Lerman's names together. Oh wait, no, those aren't well, okay. Jim, no, 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 so not those ones. Okay, so how Jimmy, about you know? This is
0: what this is what Joel Schumacher says. He's like, you know, I. He's like, I wanted. To, he's like, this is my twentieth movie. I, I wish it was twenty
2: three. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't, and then and then they they do this thing where they say. He, he 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 sees the dog again. He the dog takes him to the cemetery again, and then the priest comes out and says that the dog is the guardian of the dead. Well, that's that the devil dog, or is it a angel dog? Is the dog helping solve and bring closure to this? <laughs> All I know. It's a good question soul? because
1: why would la? Why would this dog be a devil dog? If why would Laura be in hell? She didn't do anything wrong.
2: Yeah, Laura needs to be put to rest, and is the dog trying to bring closure to her restless soul? Well, First of I, I, all, I, all, all
1: dogs yeah. are angel dogs. All dogs go to okay. heaven. Okay, yes. All dogs all go dogs to heaven. Go sure, to heaven. Sure. Must love so dogs. So let's be clear about that. Well,
0: can we can we just say that I will talk about this? Uh, and this is a very serious thing. Actually, the dog did not show up to the premiere. I think that they did have a falling out. The dog is not like the way he was edited. Yeah. Wow! Wow! Uh, and that okay. is, of course, and we're talking about Ned, who played Butch, uh, and this was Butch's acting debut. He was very comfortable with the cast, um, you know, uh, and even when he was being chased by Jim Carrey, you know, that, like, so Ned is, <laughs> Ned is a great little work there uh, by Ned.
1: I don't know, you guys, this doesn't, you know, it just doesn't, no pun intended, add up.
0: Uh, oh, yeah. Remember so when true. he tried to hit the dog too? Yes. I-,
1: I was so upset. He literally, and what was that about exactly? What was that moment about? Why was he trying to kill the dog?
0: Because I think the dog represents his, his. if he didn't get bit by the dog, he would have been on time to his birthday dinner, and if he was on time to his birthday dinner, he would never have looked at the book, and okay, his life so would have been great. so all these
1: things might be true, but like, now we have to go kill that dog?
2: And, uh, not only that, but why do we have to bring the family along for it? The like, he brings family. his family along for killing dogs digging up bodies Getting into the
1: mailbox facility to watch a man slit his throat it
2: feels like they're all with the with the same level of intent as like let's go play pokemon go together
1: <laughs> yeah let's do some geo catching or whatever
2: yes some geocaching <laughs> by digging up the bones of a woman that i killed
0: 20 years ago like what is yeah, this yeah like
1: it's a, it's team building he's a bad dad yeah
0: Oh my gosh. Well, obviously, we have opinions about this movie, and I want to bring you into the world of the people who love this movie because now it is time for second opinions. The movie was a piece of shit,
2: yet, this person recommends it. Tell me what is the message. Maybe that art is
0: subjective. Up in All right. These are five star reviews called from Amazon. I might even start taking them from Letterboxd as well, because these are pretty great. Um, this one just starts out. Uh, title is solid movie. Jim Carrey made a good movie, but there is one flaw only. No reference to Michael Jordan. Who is number 23. So there you oh, go. But five okay. stars. Nonetheless, you
1: know what five stars is. Two stars and three stars put together.
0: Oh, you're right. Wow, look at that. Holy shit. Jingle Customer writes, I know for (laughs) me the movies seem to drag a little, but when things, uh, aka the truth, starts to unfold, then it starts to make sense, and you will come to realize you may not have been paying attention. This is a movie you're going to want to watch again because... You need to watch it like The Sixth Sense. I first saw this movie when it came out, and this was only the second time I watched it, and I couldn't remember how it ended. But I'm the type of person who likes knowing what's going on. So, like, I like spoilers, and it helps me enjoy movies because, you know, if something doesn't make sense right away, I'll get bored. But that's just me. This is a good movie. And if you're like me, I would say be patient and watch, and it will all make sense. Five stars. Suspense. Dot, dot, dot. Pay attention.
2: Guys, I just realized something that's really fucking me up. I watched this movie on Amazon Prime. Okay. And 23 is a prime number. Oh, Oh! It's fucking real! Here we go.
0: All right, I have two quick ones here. Uh, this is from Dominic Calandra. My name is Dominic Joseph Calandra. If you count the spaces as characters, there are twenty three characters in my name. I was born on 12 twelve seventeen ninety three. It adds up to twenty three. Or if you prefer, twelve plus seventeen plus minus nine plus three is equal to twenty three. I checked the time right after the character turns to look at the clock. His said eleven twelve. Mine said nine twenty three. Checked again later in the movie at a random time. What time was it? Nine fifty nine. Added up. I had a friend who was born on March twenty third. We have twenty three mutual. Facebook friends. She said she couldn't remember a large amount of her childhood. I never found out why exactly coincidences, but Jesus, that's weird. Stay safe. Five stars. Am Stay. I Top Secrets? <laughs> Stay safe. Top Am top I Top secret. Secrets? Top Secrets and serious
2: Leary. Dr. Serious Leary and Top Secrets. This is some next oh, level Krets nonsense. Detective fingerling. This, this is absurd. I feel like this I feel like this movie is a
1: prank.
0: That's what I'm saying, it plays at parts like it is a prank. I feel utterly
1: ill. Oh my my God. God. I really Uh, don't feel well. I really don't. Top (laughs) secrets. Top Top secrets. Is some next level stuff,
0: <laughs> like because you also feel like they like. But this is also we have to just briefly just mention like Joel Schumacher. I feel like he's like yeah, Topsy secrets. I like it. Like like I feel like it's like oh yeah, like you know he's just like, so crazy
1: because it's like that's not a name. Topsy <laughs> is to- <laughs> <It's> like,
0: <laughs> Topsy,
1: like Topsy Krebs.
2: Top- what are you talking about? By the way, just have, have it like just have of it. Of course written- it is. It's Topsy secrets. You know
0: my you know my very serious girlfriend Topsy Kretz, right written by anonymous um oh my gosh. Uh, the tagline for this movie the truth will find you first it takes hold of your mind <laughs> another one first it takes hold of your mind then it takes hold of your life uh, or finally the other tagline a number is just a number or is it?
2: <laughs> what's amazing is that Bud Court Doctor serious Leary also still crazy he uh, having the manuscript that says by jim carrey's character name i can't remember what it is um it, he put he puts topsy Secrets over it so he invents the name topsy Secrets. that's so he must i mean like he, he he's like oh, well the name should be top secret but i can't just say top secret topsy crats oh, yes okay that I want to know what that journey is.
0: I mean, it it feels like a dumb person trying to be clever, and I say that in the nicest way. It's like top secret, <laughs> because it's also like it's not a top secret that he's like top secrets is not that it, it, like what it should well, be how is how like an anecdote. Anagra-
2: Did any of us think of it? We saw the name and heard the name over and over again, and it wasn't until that prison scene where where the guy goes, "Yeah, the author,
0: top secret," <laughs> that I was like, "Oh no, I, didn't I know, I." Didn't I, know. I I mean, because my thought would be the the better take on it would be that it's his name, right? Like Walter Sparrow. And you, you anagram that or like, you know, or Sparrow's nest or Sparrow's brain, you know, some version of his name. Like I am Walter Sparrow, you know, but you, but you know, it's like, I don't even know how you would be, (laughs) but it's like, it's not top secret. It's not top secret. Uh, Oh, no, it's ridiculous. Uh, Folks. Uh this is this is uh this is a fun one. I mean, wow. Uh and it represents to headache. me <laughs> Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because it's unfinished. Cuz you you're, you 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 didn't
0: get closure. No.
1: Oh,
0: God. All right. Well, uh at that point. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Paul. Sorry, guys. Thank you, April. Uh anyone want to want to plug anything that they got?
2: I will plug, and it's this is not a plug, but it is just a full-throated, full-hearted recommendation. The movie of the year, Paul, you told me about it. I've watched it. It's called Plane, and it is oh, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. incredible. June and I saw that in the <laughs> theater. It.
0: it was so fun. Incredible There's stuff. There's part of me that's like, should we do that on this show? Only because I would love to just... Yes! talk about it and maybe we should let's revel let's revel it. It. let's love it's it back it's on VOD and oh my gosh and I, and again it just a giant shang, uh, shout out to Gerard Butler for giving us that amazing Geostorm you can see it on all of our socials uh I love that he did that during the plane premiere but yeah if you are interested in playing let us know on the discord or on social and maybe we should just tackle it I know that it's fantastic I, I loved it
2: was having a blast it was so great fun. it's like a it solid is- movie. Yeah. Oh, it's well, it's terrific. I loved every goddamn
0: minute of it. Uh, p- please put
2: me in plane too. Uh, oh my We gosh. just, just want to be well, in planes.
0: Well, by the way, I want to go. I want to go this way. Well, we can get into it bigger, but. I think there needs to be uh, a prequel or sequel with Skarsgård. I, I want to see uh, Mike Coulter do his. Incredible. Like, he, that, that's yeah. another movie. The,
2: his his Foreign yes. Legion service. Or or, uh, or I would I would be into what happens next for him as well, what whatever, wherever he goes yeah. next. Uh, amen. Yeah, Got man. it. I thought he was fantastic as well. Absolutely.
0: Uh, what else are you up to, Jason?
2: Uh, I want to. Oh, you know what? I want to plug. Um, I was. I did two recent appearances on uh, some other terrific podcasts that I want to get. Yeah. Uh, out there, I was a guest on. Uh, the fantastic Earwolf podcast uh, TV, I say, with Ashley Ray, which is a fantastic show. Uh, I did a great year. If you like the, the the recommendation episodes that Paul and I do on The Last Looks, uh, this was a year-end uh, recommendation uh, list with uh, me and Ashley Ray. It's a fantastic show. And then I just did an episode of our friend Kulap Vilaisak uh, has a wonderful, and, and Suchin Pak have a wonderful podcast called Add to Cart. And I just did a whole episode. That is no joke, everybody. A secret uh pilot for Zooks. Cubes. By the
0: way, I first of all, upset that you did Zooks cubes off of the How Did This Get Made uh main feed. I'm so sorry. We gotta... I mean, let's be honest, it's not really uh, Zook's we... cubes, it's active to I, it I, I got just it. Was fun. I, you gave me a cube uh for my birthday, I'm so excited about it, but. Open my mind to what a cube is, and maybe in last looks we should talk about it a little bit because I need to understand.
2: Did you notice that it stands flat when yes. you open it?
0: And like I'm like, this is not how I because what my cubes have been are simply just. By the way, if you're not hearing June's voice, she's not just sitting here quietly. She had to go. Uh, <laughs> but like, they're just like little um, formless bags. That's what the cubes I've been working. Well, with. that
2: what I gave you is more of something to carry, like you know it's a, it's got a little bit of padding yeah, it's yeah. got a little bit of organization so that is more for like I have one of those that I, tra- when I travel with like an Apple TV and some yes. cords and a camera and uh, it's like, a because it has a little bit of padding, yes. I put like electronics in that
0: cube. Uh, there, there's a, like I have a, I have a, a little electronic, we, we'll get into it. I want to hear, I'm going to listen into Add to Cart. Add to Cart is a great show. It's super fun.
2: Add to Cart is a blast. Um, And I just, they, they ask people to to bring uh products or yeah. things that they like or enjoy uh, uh and want to talk about. And so I just took the opportunity to talk about backpacks and packing cubes, and my favorite uh, card game, Monopoly deal, which I also gave I, uh, you, which is yeah, fantastic. which
0: was amazing, uh, and I got to play that with my kids. Uh, I will tell you that the the thing that you've gotten uh, our family hooked on is Flushing Frenzy, which is a um, <laughs> which is basically a toilet roulette. Uh, you roll a dice, you crank a toilet and then you plunge it and then if you you lose by when the poop shoots out and literally a poop with eyes it's the best game of it all It is time.
2: a it is a game that the the game item is a toilet that you plunge and a poop shoots out the top and whoever catches the poop gets
0: the play. Yeah. Come on. It's, That's a fucking It's a game. great game. Now I will uh I will also just uh talk about a podcast I was on and I wanted to ask your I want to ask you a question about it so I did Dax Shepard's podcast sure armchair, armchair expert they yes. love you love you oh yeah uh, he and Monica uh, yes the they, they they talk uh, so highly of you I've never been reached out to more in my life about being on a podcast than I was after oh, yeah. that show did you find that too
2: Yes, absolutely. Like, like I, my cousins reached out to me, people who, people who I don't think have ever listened to any other podcast, listen to that podcast.
0: You know, I think that we do the show for such a long time that like, no one tells us like, <laughs> Hey, I heard your show or whatever. So it's nice when, uh, when you hear like feedback that it doesn't just go into the ether. Um, all right. So. That is it, Jason. I think I'm going to take your challenge, and we're going to make a uh, Bud Courts Crazy Room, uh, or maybe should it be Doctor <laughs> Serious, uh, Doctor Serious Leary, Doctor Serious Leary's Crazy Room? We should maybe like make it like a bar shirt, like like it's like a like it almost looks like an advertisement for oh, a bar, like it's yeah, a logo, like it's a logo. yeah. That maybe that's the way to go. So check out T Public there, um, and. People, uh, make sure you listen to uh, Last Looks because we got some big surprises coming up. We always have good special guests. Jason and I are breaking down a lot of stuff. We're going to get into cubes. We're going to get into podcasts, everything there. Uh, and a big thank you to our entire team. I'm talking about the amazing producerial work of Scott Sani, Molly Reynolds, and our movie-picking producer, Avril Halley, our engineer, Alex Gonzalez, and our publisher, July Diaz. People. They make the trains run, and we love them. So we will see you next week for Last Looks. And until then, bye for now.
1: Is there such a thing as a traveler? Not a Delta. Because we know on one flight, Mike in 8C prefers reality TV to reality. So we provide more than 1,000 hours of in-flight entertainment. While on the flight after, 8C is occupied by Jen, whose favorite snack is tea. That's why we provide fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members. Because at Delta, we know. Refill? Everyone flies their own way. Delta. Keep climbing. Free Wi-Fi available on most domestic flights. Terms of use apply. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.